Coming up on today's Locked On Senators, it's finally game day. The rookie tournament begins in Buffalo. And with so many names on this list, Ross and I are going to pick three players each for you to keep an eye on. And we're going to do it draft style, so it could get contentious. That's all coming up on today's edition of the Locked On Senators podcast. It's your team every day. Your Locked On Senators, your daily podcast on the Ottawa Senators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Jake Sanderson, and you're listening to Locked On Senators Podcast. I'm Tim Stützle, and you're listening to the Locked On Senators Podcast. Welcome inside episode 875 of the Locked On Senators Podcast. I'm Ross Levitan on the outskirts of enemy territory in Winnipeg, Manitoba, alongside Brandon Pillar up in the Blue Mountains. A reminder that you can like and subscribe wherever you download your podcast. We are also free and available on YouTube. Today is Friday, September 15th. And today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. The FanDuel Sportsbook is the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more by visiting fanduel.com slash locked on. Pillsy. It's game day. Finally, noon Eastern sends Devils live from Buffalo. Yep, the Rookie Showcase Tournament is here. Ross, your wish was to watch players with a Senator's jersey whipping around on the ice, and you'll have your wish in just a few couple hours. Only a few that are actually drafted or affiliated with the Ottawa Senators. This roster is full of camp invites, and one is going to get an extended opportunity. They weren't going to get yesterday because the big news coming out of yesterday's skate we touched on at the end of our podcast where we finalized our organizational value rankings but Tyler Boucher the news is he will not play tweaked his groin in the off-ice training on Monday however it seems like he's on track to be available for day one of NHL camp yeah, I mean, this is, uh, you know, some glass half full, glass half empty stuff here. Or, you know, maybe it's just neutral, Ross, who knows. But the glass half full is that he'll be ready for camp. The glass half empty is the narrative of Tyler Boucher being injury prone continues. And the neutral thing is this is this is not a long term issue. So it doesn't really matter. Boucher, it's not like uh, being a part of the rookie showcase is going to make or break his season. So it's not the worst, but still disappointing as Sens fans want to see as much of Tyler Boucher as they possibly can. The highest drafted player that would have been there for the Ottawa Senators, 10th overall 2021. But you mentioned when we did organizational value rankings, just get this guy healthy, get this guy on the ice, and then worry about the production. Kind of think it would take care of itself to an extent because we know he is talented with a lethal shot and uh, physicality, which you need your body to be clicking at. So hopefully he gets that rested up and he's ready to go for next week but there are still a few very intriguing players and Pilsy, we've got another ring of honor coming out on sunday but you are the reigning champion so i will give you option whether you'd like to draft first or second as we begin our three players to watch at the rookie showcase you know what i'll, I'll go first uh ross should we pull up the the mock lineup we made first just to give people an idea okay so if you're watching on youtube we've got it up here should we read it out for the listeners or what do we think I think the only ones that really matter because this is no line combinations have been put together. We did more of a depth chart here. The one pair 
that you can almost bank on seeing together is Ridley Gregg and Roby Arventi. I think they're going to want to see their drafted players that they believe are centermen play center. So I don't think you're going to see it where the top two lines are drafted prospects and the bottom two lines are camp invites. I do think that you're going to see Zach Stavchuk and Philip Dau all play down the middle. Well, and we did get confirmation that Tyler Clevin will be on a pair with uh, Andonovsky. And then the other defensive pairs, we again kept it so that they're playing their strong sides. Jory and Donovan on one pair and Tomash Hamara on the other. Levy Marilainen also going to take part along with Colin McKenzie, the goalie for the Ottawa 67s. We're not going to bore you or name every single, you know, camp invite here. We can't even pronounce most of their names, Ross, so that would be a disservice. Well, they'll get their invite to the NHL camp, and we'll spend some time learning their names and how their background, how they got there. There is one cool aside, though. We put him, Ty Thorpe, we put it right wing with Zach Stapchuk. A fun kind of uh, note, you know, everyone has connections in hockey. Thorpe took the captaincy from Zach Stavchuk when he was traded to Winnipeg during the middle of last season. So some former teammates. So we, we bunked those two up on the second line together. And Ross, while getting to know these players, um, should we ask if we could see pictures of their family and friends on their phone? Maybe that's a good way to get to know some of these invitees. Are you drafting first or second? (laughs) Uh, Moving on. I will be drafting first overall here. And that's because, there's one clear guy for me, at least, that I'm going to be watching, and I'm interested to see if you think uh, you're of the same opinion. But for me, it's going to be the second-line center we had in this projected lineup. It's Zach Stapchuk. I mean, this is a guy that's coming off a very successful uh, later half of his WHL career, part of the World Juniors team. He's got that gold medal, and it's going to be interesting to see how he stacks up against uh, some of these other rookies because this is the ultimate kind of middle zone between juniors and pro like you're this isn't the ahl where you're going to be going up against dominant men that have been playing pro for a long time and are you know this is their livelihood this is going to be other rookies that are in similar spots a lot of these guys transitioning from junior trying to find their place uh, undrafted a lot of them trying to find their place onto an nhl roster or at least inside an nhl franchise of some sort so i want to see how zach of staff does here I fully expect him to dominate. Like, he's got the size. He's got the skill. I think he can play up and down the lineup. I think he's someone that can play with any type of line mates. Like, he's so versatile. And I'm really excited about Zach Stapchuk. He's one of my favorite prospects in the Sens pipeline here. And he's a returnee after being drafted and coming to champ for the first time after the COVID season. He comes in and earns a contract at his first camp. Mm-hmm. And last year was also part of the rookie showcase. I like that pick. He would not have been number one for me, but Zach Stabchuk is certainly a player to watch. At 20 years old, he's right in along with his peers. But for me, my number one is a guy who you mentioned, like going up against some guys in, in here and a Stabchuk being um, a more green to pro hockey, turning pro for the first time. I'm going with the, the grizzled vet. Roby Arventi, who is all but a grizzled vet. It's almost a play on the fact that he's been the youngest player at the AHL level for the last two years, but now it's go time for for Roby Arventi. This is the big question for him. Dave Bell seemed pretty confident in his ability at center. Do you think there's a chance he lines him up at center in this tournament? Because I think there is. I, I think there is not. 
Ross. I think mostly Roby Arventi played center out of default, as uh, Coach yeah. Bell told us. And this Belleville roster has a lot of center depth and and really good center depth, too. It's not just guys that play that position. So I think we're going to see this season, it's going to be like, okay, it's, it's nice to know Roby's got that in his tool bag, that he can play center and be effective at it, not just out there just to be out there. But I think this is a pivotal year for Roby Yarventi's uh, career, Ross. And I think you're going to want to have him on the wing because that's where he'll be transitioning if and when he gets a chance to play in the NHL. I think so too uh, at the NHL level, but I don't know the way Dave Bell talked about him and just how, how seamlessly he moved over to the middle and how it kind of opened up things in his games as a, as a puck carrier that he wasn't really doing confidently on the wing. I'm, I'm curious to see. I don't know if it's going to happen, but I'm curious to see then. Uh, I mean, if yeah, now would be a time to try it out for sure. Exactly. Well, wherever he plays, he needs to have the puck on his stick and and be confident in carrying it. Because I felt like sometimes, especially early on in the HL, he'd defer and he's got that A-plus shot, right? You know he's got that in his tool bag, but what's he going to do to carry it and be confident and, and, you know, hang on to pucks and create time and space for his teammates is kind of the next step I'm hoping to see from Roby Arventi. So he's going to be my number one player to watch. And before we get to numbers two and three, I got to remind you, you're listening to Locked on Senators. And today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at FanDuel. Guys, FanDuel is the official sportsbook partner of the Locked On Podcast Network, and it's North America's number one sportsbook. I love FanDuel. I Right around 6.30, right before all the baseball starts, before um, the nighttime football game starts, and then when hockey season comes around, every day around 6.30, I'm checking FanDuel sportsbook app just to see what's out there. You got to see the board. You got to see what the numbers are. Who do you like? Who don't you like? Where are good odds? Um, it's as I always say, you got to diversify your portfolio. So now's the time to do that. Get your futures in now while you can. Ross even has a levy lock. Ross, you want to announce your levy lock again here? Plus 450 for Tim Stutzla to score 40 or more goals. You got confidence in the superstar? I do. I mean, he was one goal away. So I think that's a great bet. I've got a couple shekels on that one as well. And you can too at fanduel.com slash locked on. Guys, check it out. Fanduel.com slash locked on. And you can start earning bonus bets today. Fanduel. Make every moment more with Fanduel. Today's episode is also brought to you by the Glebe Central Pub. You know we love our friends. They're right in the heart of the Glebe. And they're the perfect place to go either on the way to Lansdowne or make a trip out of it to yourself because they've got live music, they've got trivia, they've got a darts league starting soon. The vibes are always immaculate inside the Glebe Central Pub. You can find them at 779 Bank Street. They are right in the heart of the Glebe, and they always want to put things on to bring people together. That's the big key there, whether it's an Athletico Ottawa watch party, whether you're going there on the way to watch the Red Blacks. In the winter, 67s will be back, and they'll also have the Sens shuttle coming back it was such a success last year we hope that you take advantage of it too at the glebe central pub they're right in the heart of the glebe at 779 bank street make sure you let them know when you head there the locked on senators sent you head there tonight head there at 779 bank street it's the glebe central pub All right, Pilsy, it's rookie tournament game day. Early drop here. Pilsy's going to have you covered this weekend with all the news and notes. I need preparation, Pilsy, because I'll be on the road taking some time away before the season. But I need to know 
how the kids are looking and who's going to impress in camp. This is your opportunity to get a head start look at the next wave. And it sucks that Tyler Boucher is not going to be there, but still some players that could make some noise. I, my, I know I went with Roby Arventi. I felt he was a comparable to Zach Astapchuk, but I have one. I want to let you go first. We don't have to do snake style. It's two people back and forth, back and forth we go. But I'm wondering if you're going to take the same guy that I have on here, Pilsy. Is there a clear cut number two, just as you thought there was a clear cut number one? I think there is, but uh, for for the brand, I'll let you have that and I'll I'll switch my answer up here. Feel free. That's not where I was going. No? No, because I only think Levy's going to play one game. And if that, he might even play 30 minutes. Oh, no, that's not who that's not who I'm talking about, though. Oh. So I will take it. Go ahead. Keep your eye out for Tyler Clevin. I mean, we got to see him in a short sample size in the NHL last year, seven games. But Ross, you've been banging this drum. If Tyler Clevin has a good camp, there it is, the K train. Um, if he's got a good camp, there's an opportunity for him on that bottom pair. And Tyler Clevin is a DJ Smith type guy. They already have a relationship. They know each other. DJ knows what he can do. He knows kind of the importance of Clevin here. He's highly regarded by Sens management. Pierre Dorian threw Tyler Clevin in a trio of uh, untouchables in the Jacob Chikrin trade. So if you're Clevin, you got to love to see that. And I just think, look, when he came from college to the NHL, as a defenseman, you got to play smart. You got to play safe. You're not trying to wow anyone. Just every shift, just play a responsible game. But in this rookie showcase tournament, Ross, I am, I was going to say expecting, I was going to say hoping. No, I am demanding we see one big K train hit. Like, I want to see him really show his physical side, catch a guy with his head down, and absolutely eliminate him from that play. That's what I want to see from Clevin here because this is the group of peers where he can get that done and he can show what physical element of his game he can bring. You think he's going to go full Eric Griba when they play Montreal on uh, Monday? I'd be okay with it. Look out. As uh, Tyler Clevin, you know what? I wasn't going to go that direction. Oh, I'm of the mind. No, no, I agree with you. But for me, it's more Ottawa camp for Tyler Clevin. And for those guys, and that's why like Ridley Gregg's not going to be one of my my three. Me neither. Yeah. Like this is this is kind of a formality for Ridley Gregg. Let's so I, have, be I have Clevin in that same mix. And, and interestingly enough, three of the four or sorry, two of the three that we have picked right now have uh, have been 2020 draft picks. Yes. And neither of us are going to touch Ridley Gregg, though. But with Roby Arventi, I think is an interesting one, too. But um, I'm not going Marilyn and also 2020 draft pick. So <laughs> we've got two, two 2020 draft picks who already signed for $8 million for long term. And then others are still in the rookie showcase. And others don't have a contract. Let's get Igor signed ASAP. Hopefully by the time you're listening this Friday morning, we are recording Thursday afternoon. It'll be all set. No, I like that pick. So you've got Zach Chuck so far. And you've got Tyler Clevin. I've got Roby Arventi and Jorian Donovan. Nice, yep. The one of the higher rising prospects. Him and Stephen Halliday, to me, over the last two years, have risen the most since their draft day in 2022. Now, with Jorian Donovan, we know that we know that he's shown an offensive ability at the junior level, 45 points in 55 games this year with Hamilton. But he's also a big body, and I want to see kind of like how he's filling out if he's able to get his pivots and everything's kind of on the ball his goal should be to 
to be more noticeable than Tomash Amara. As a, a same draft two rounds later, his goal should be to stand out more than Hamara, and I think he's going to show it. Yeah, I think like already that's kind of been the course from last year as Dorian Donovan took a step ahead of Thomas Shamaro. That was shown in our organizational value rankings, and that that's going to lead to my pick, Rossa, unless you have more to say about Donovan. But my oh, my, I'm just excited, and I think he could be a guy who shows a bit of a physical side as well. Yeah, I think so. And I think it's not too crazy for him to kind of be seen among these types of players. Like he's been dominating in the OHL. So that leads me to my third pick. You already mentioned it, Toma Shamara. Uh, this is a big opportunity for him. He was one of my guys from that draft at 2021, right? Yes. Uh, 22. 22, 22, sorry. Um, he was a guy that I looked at and a lot of the online scouting community said, wow, this is kind of a different pick for the Ottawa Senators not a big left shot defenseman but a smaller one and a guy that's agile and can move the puck uh, well and I was really excited about him he had a great preseason with the Kitchener Rangers and he was uh, he made an appearance on both of Czechia's world junior teams and his appearances in the world juniors weren't great some bad turnovers and then his season with the Kitchener Rangers for at least in my opinion was very underwhelming so this is an opportunity for him to get back in the good books of uh, Sens fans and Sens management because I do believe there is potential there. Like I don't want to, I don't want it to seem like ah, he had some bad turnovers on the the world stage. He's done. He's a bust. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying I had higher expectations, and I think that this will be an opportunity for him to right the ship as far as that goes. Yes, I, I think that's very well said. And, and defensemen are, are going to be in the microscope then because both of us have one already. Or We are three defensemen. Two defensemen. Well, no, Donovan, Hamara, and Clevin so far. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And our players to watch. I'm not going to make it an even four, but we should mention Andonovsky is the other drafted prospect. So the Senators have four on the back end that are drafted. But um, I'm going to go with... Okay, at this point, I feel like it'd be a shame not to. It's it's Marilina, and as as little as he may play, I uh, can't can't leave him off this list, right? Like it's it's him or Ridley Gregg, but Ridley's already got you know half a point per game in the NHL in a twenty game sample, whereas Levy got those two games. One was in relief, and uh, one did not go his well uh, his way either. Or sorry, he started both games, I believe, right? Did he? Yeah, I could, I could be off because he played so well in the first one against Carolina that. That they started him uh, second one. That's what I thought, at least. But yeah. I, the second one was that game against Florida, right? That uh, yeah. did not anybody's <laughs> anybody's way. Um, but yes, he as I as I uh, make sure that I get this right. Yes, he was pulled after 21 minutes in uh, game two, but at 34 saves in an overtime loss in the first game. So I'll, I'll be curious to see how he brings his A game to this because. He's fighting for AHL time. Like I think mm-hmm. a lot of people just want to put him in pen, but I think Mando might have something to say about that in camp. So I think that it's not the end of the world. Decord played in, in the ECHL, and so did uh, Mando. So if it comes yeah. to that, and so did Chris Drieger as well, who's made an NHL career. So uh, Hogberg, I know that you wouldn't let me forget that either. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I don't think he's going to allow that to happen, but these are the opportunities because he'll probably get, what, two preseason games at the same time in Ottawa? Yeah, I think that's that's about right, yeah. And maybe even a game and a half. I don't know. I did see somewhere that they wanted to make it a thing that it's more 60-minute games, which I love. Nothing worse than coming in halfway through. 
Uh, the game I went to preseason in Winnipeg last year, they made Mando come in halfway through. And it's like, especially when you're on the road, like Winnipeg had like Shifley, Wheeler, Connor, all these guys in the lineup. It's like, you're not, you're not going to know what this guy can do coming in cold halfway through. No, I hate split games for goalies. As you guys know, I was a house league all-star my entire goaltending career. For the most part, I was the only goalie, and I had to play goalie because no, no one else had goalie equipment or wanted to. And I, and I love playing uh, Tendi. That's obviously true. But in years where we did have another goalie, both opportunities suck. Like, if if you're the first goalie, it takes a little while to get in the groove. Sure, you're you're warm from warm-ups and you're not sitting on the bench, but a period and a half, you're maybe not necessarily in the groove of things, especially if your team has had the puck in the offensive zone the most of the time and you haven't faced shots. And then for the other guy, you're sitting on the bench cold for like an hour, and then you finally get in there and first shot goes in on you, and you're like, well, I'm, I'm ruined already. So I don't like it for either goalie. It's not fair. I think even the goalies would tell you. I would rather give buddy a full game and then let me have a full game after so i that's that's the correct approach in my opinion completely agree so let's uh let's move on to the opponents for the ottawa senators i've got a player to watch on each team the senators will face and we'll recap who we are watching for the sends and the schedule and where to watch the games this weekend that's all coming up you're listening to locked on senators Today's episode is brought to you by our friends, our new sponsor. This has been a new sponsor for this week, new sponsor alert. It's Jace Medical. Guys, Jace Medical is doing something very important. They've got the Jace case. It provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. All it takes to get a Jace case is to fill out a simple online form, and in some cases, jump on a quick call with one of their board-certified physicians. Get ongoing care from their physicians on treatment-related questions. It's doctor-created and doctor-recommended. Don't be caught unprepared. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace Case. The Jace Case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you peace of mind so that you're not just hoping that you have access to medication in an emergency. You've got it in hand. Jace Medical is simple. They make it easy for you. They handle everything from the online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. Don't get caught unprepared. You don't have to be in that situation. Save more than $360. Yeah, $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical. Oh, yeah, there's more for our listeners. We got you guys an additional 20 bucks off using code locked on at checkout at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com promo code locked on. All right, Pilsy, it is game day. The Senators taking on the New Jersey Devils at noon today, Friday. Then on Saturday at noon Eastern, they'll take on the Pittsburgh Penguins. And Monday, they'll take on the Montreal Canadiens. New Jersey, one of the best prospect pools in the NHL. Ottawa will not play against Buffalo, the host team. So won't have to see a player that Pilsy and I was five stars on mm. during the draft process. Zach Benson somehow fell. Crazy. Somehow fell to the Buffalo 
Sabres. But we also have some news coming out of New Jersey. No Luke Hughes in this tournament either, Pelzi. They consider him already graduated after, what, five NHL games? Really? Yep. Oh, because I'm on their website right now, and it says that he's part of the roster, so that must have been a recent update. It's the Boucher update, I guess. Okay. Yeah. I mean, so that's that's fair, though. I, I would say so, but they will have a second overall pick. Yeah, si- Simon Nemich, that's someone that is going to be very interesting to watch. I mean, I hate to say it, but this New Jersey team, like they've, other than a goalie, which they still need to figure out, they've got the blueprint here. Like their their forwards are incredible. The decor is going to be amazing. They've got veterans locked up in Hamilton, uh, Timo Meyer. There's a lot of skill on this team up the middle. They're incredible. So this is going to be a team where there's there's prospects here that could have a major impact on this team sooner rather than later. Yeah, of note for Ottawa fans, Graham Clark, uh, Ottawa yep. native, the brother of uh, uh, Brant Clark, the uh, ninth overall pick to the LA Kings a couple of years ago, and uh, client of Tony Greco, uh, guest <laughs> of the show. He's uh, he's going to be on uh, New Jersey's team. Chase Stillman, the Chase son Stillman. of former Senator Corey Stillman. And then uh, Simon Nemich is, is my player to watch for the New Jersey Devils. I don't, we don't need to each do one, but why don't, uh, do you have Pittsburgh's lineup in front of you? Cause I'm telling you that one, the Sens have to win, must win game, Pillsy. I'm calling it right now. Must win game. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, I'm going to Pittsburgh's website right now, but man, they are, uh, that is a team that does not have a lot of prospects in the chamber here. I, like I can't even think of one off the top of my head that I would be worried about here. Uh, Braden Yeager, that, that's a guy that we do need to give some respect to. Uh, Braden Yeager, for sure. And then Yoel Blomqvist is actually a, a pretty highly regarded goaltender in their pipeline as well. But other than that, I mean, it's pretty bare bones. Is that Are those the two players that uh, you're going to be keying in on? Yes, as they are the only two players I'm aware of. Okay, well, I've got the uh, I've got the roster right here in front of me, and with the Pittsburgh Penguins, it is pretty much those two. And also, I'm not sure if there's any relation here, but Corey Andonovsky is uh, is playing for the Penguins. So, we, could we see some uh, brotherly love there? And the younger brother of Vladimir Nemestikov is in the lineup as well. Max Nemestikov uh, will be playing in that. Evan Veerling, who was a Sens rookie tournament player last year, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, for the Barry Colts, I believe that uh, he will be in attendance for them as well. Okay, that's Pittsburgh. Not great. Montreal, they got anybody of note? For me, I'm going to be tuned in to fifth overall pick, David Reinbacker. I tried to do the carry price there, though. Who? <laughs> nice. I thought you were going with your guy, Owen Beck. No, no, I'm over. I'm over Owen Beck. He made his NHL debut against Ottawa, so that's that's all I needed to see to get him on the, on the list. All right. Well, then, if if you don't care about him, well, uh, how about another one of your guys, Lane Hudson? Nope. Not will, will not be in attendance. Oh, what? Really? Well, yeah, he's in college, right? The college kids can't. Mm, yes. True. True. Yeah. Yep. I shouldn't have said. I should have said high school, not college. Dang. X for me. But uh, but no, Owen Beck's a good pick. I like that. Yeah. So there we there we go. And to watch these games, you can go to the Buffalo Sabres YouTube channel. That's where you'll find all of the content this weekend. We'll put the link in the description for the episode as well. Hit us up on Twitter at Send Central. Can't promise how active we'll be on there throughout rookie tournament, but 
We'll have you covered with a full recap and uh, some news and notes that will for sure be coming out by Tuesday. Our next episode will be Tuesday. However, this weekend, bonus content. You know it. The Ring of Honor is back. Episode 7, the best moments from last season. So don't miss that. Pillsy, final thoughts on today's show? The final show of season four of Locked On Senators. Yeah, uh, I hope the writers will be ready to script season five for us, Ross, as uh, we've run out of our script for this season. So that'll be interesting to see how the plot goes for the remainder here. But uh, final thoughts for me is we've had people, we were pretty consistent with the Ring of Honor, and uh, this was a bit of a longer stretch. We've had people messaging. Ross, you said you had many messages of people being like, hey, like I've been refreshing the YouTube, and Ring of Honor is not there. Did like What happened there? And yes, we had taken a little step back from it. We couldn't get all our schedules to align, but we just recorded Ring of Honor yesterday, as Ross mentioned, best moments of last season. And that was a lot of fun. Like looking back at it, like when we first had this topic, Ross, I was like, oh, like, yeah, I got a couple in mind here. But then I started doing my research and I was like, that was actually a pretty exciting season. The ups and downs were crazy. And I think all of us have great teams like there. I, in my opinion, there's not a clear winner of this draft. Well, they'll be, the citizens will have to decide and they'll have that opportunity on Twitter at Send Central on Sunday. We will put up the poll. We expect more and more voters as we turn the page from last season to the season next on Locked On Senators next week. For today, though, we say goodbye. Have a fantastic weekend. We'll talk to you soon. For Brandon Piller, I'm Ross Levitan. This has been the Locked On Senators podcast. It's your team every day. <laughs>